with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. And we're rolling. What's up, buddy? Holy shit, it's the Boogie Monster. <laughs> Run! Uh, how are you, my friend? Dave? I'm good, man. I'm uh, as well as to be expected, you know, in these difficult times. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, it's funny because we just had a, a conversation about things we won't talk about on the show. And now we have to pretend <laughs> that we're just starting the show. <laughs> A little peek behind the curtain, everybody. That's how it goes. Some stuff is just for us, Kyle. Here, let's just get out all our uh, hatred and racism and bigotry mm-hmm. before the show and then pretend to be good people <laughs> when we take the boogie monster. Boy, oh boy, I hope those first 10 minutes don't go anywhere. <laughs> Oh, you're making us sound like assholes. Oh, we, we don't, I think uh, we make us. I think we do a pretty good job <laughs> of making ourselves sound like assholes. Oh man, couple of dickheads. Well, uh, well what are you doing, man? Well, it's it's Saturday at noon, roughly. Mm-hmm. Doing an early one, so I'm just full of coffee, mm-hmm. sober, looking at a, a a bag of weed that I I keep. I every time we're like Rachel get like. Some bedtime weeds to go to bed. I like the indica for nighttime, uh-huh. shut the brain off. But every time I go to the mm-hmm. store, I'm like, I just, I turn into like Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack. I'm like, one of these, two of these, a mm-hmm. box of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, and I don't, like, I don't smoke nearly enough of it to justify it. So I just have so mm-hmm. much. I'm like, oh, they got Rick Simpson oil up here. I need some of that, which that sounds like. Not for what's that? It's, it was like the, my friends in Chicago got it, and they somehow got it from. They would just call it goo. They got goo. You know, come in like a syringe mm-hmm. and put a little drop. They put like a drop on a gummy bear and put two gummy bears together and just. Now the gummy bear wasn't a weed gummy bear. It was just like that was the way to mm-hmm. ingest it. But it was just like a slow. It was like a slow burn all day kind of weed. Oh, okay. okay. And they got it from, like, I think somebody that had had cancer or something. It was, like, strictly mm-hmm. medical only. Granted, this was last year. It was before it was legal in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can get but I saw that they had it at the store. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to try it. I haven't tried it yet. I don't know if it's the same thing. But it's, like, a little drop of it, and like, all day at maybe 70%. Just a nice, good feeling. All day. So that's okay. what I'm that's what I got waiting for me. So maybe maybe after this, maybe on a Saturday afternoon, if I get all my chores done and brush my teeth, we'll we'll have some of that. It's a perfect time for it. I love a good Saturday afternoon. Saturday day, Saturday afternoon. Well, breaking news, uh, Dave's lo- Dave loves a Saturday afternoon. 
<laughs> I do. Controversial uh, opinion. It, it, remi- Fridays it reminds and me Sundays back are in my suckers. Uh, <laughs> but back in my working days when I was working a nine to five, oh, just yeah. uh, how much you really appreciate. Uh, I love a uh, low activity Saturday. Just maybe we maybe we went out last night. Maybe we're going out tonight. I don't know. But just for now, Saturday afternoon, sitting around the house. You know, just I, uh, just doing nothing, no agenda. I'll, I like. That. I'll butcher this metaphor. You can, uh, and, and even that phrase is part of the metaphor. But it's like, what's the best cut of meat? Would you say for a like a steak? What would you say? Fillet. Oh, uh, that'd be a ribeye. Ribeye. Saturday. I'm, I'm a rib. I'm a ribeye. Saturday's guy. like a ribeye. You know, because mm-hmm. like you worked on Friday, so Friday night's fun. But Saturday, mm-hmm. you know, you you just got to sleep in. You know, you get to sleep in tomorrow. Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon, best cut of the whole week. Yeah. There's no looming it, yeah. next day of having to go to work. Mm-hmm. I early on remember just, you know, when people do those little calculations, like you're going to work eight hours a day, and then you're going to sleep idealistically for eight hours a day. That's two-thirds mm-hmm. of your day is gone. And then mm-hmm. the, you have the other eight hours. But in that other eight hours, you have to commute and do your personal chores and all this stuff or save for the mm-hmm. weekends. Like, I think that was a, as much of a push in like to get good at comedy or anything just to be like mm-hmm. there's a better way there's a different schedule it doesn't oh, yeah. have to be it doesn't have to be that way it, yeah. like I, like I couldn't and I know it's I like I'm sure I sound like a lazy asshole in my late teens and early 20s but I'm like this scheduling is for suckers Mm-hmm. Like, there's got to yeah. be a better way for this. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I used to get the legit Sunday evening blues. That's, like, I, I would go into legit depression, like, all day Sunday, just dreading tomorrow. Dude, and depending on where you live, where you, like, you get up and it's miserable. By the time you get out of work, it's already dark in a half hour anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, same thing. And I I think that... Pushed the drive not only to choose L.A. over New York for comedy, but to then like I got like let's make it work. You want to you want to do nine, nine to five? You remember how much you like that? Work harder at comedy. Mm-hmm. Get better at this. Yep. Take it take it seriously. Because this I remember can't I, do this this regular schedule. Everybody else does, <laughs> does not make sense. Then my dad got, got laid off. I remember my dad, like mm. piece of advice. That stuck with me because he like worked for airlines and the airlines while we're all going under in the eighties and ninety early nineties and he was getting laid off. And he's like, remember, there's no such thing as corporate or company loyalty. They don't no, care about not. you. There's no such thing. No. Maybe back in the day there was. There isn't a thing. They are there to make money, whether you're working for them or not. So don't rely mm-hmm. on a job to care for you just because you've been there longer. So I yeah. took that one to heart. I remember uh, one of my best motivators um, when I was still in Georgia. Um, I've talked about owning my own landscaping company, but mm-hmm. I uh, towards the I sold it after about five years. Right, right at the beginning of comedy, uh, I sold my company, and then I went to work part time for the guy who bought it. So uh, that was that was a little weird, but uh, you know, not too bad. He already had a company. He just kind of absorbed mine and then hired me well, just as a laborer. Yeah, you had the expertise. Um, 
make a few bucks. Yeah, and it, it, and it was fine, but it was uh, it was right when I started comedy, and I did that for another year or two. My first couple years of comedy, I'm doing uh, landscaping, and I remember every Tuesday we had a real uh, specific route. You know, every Monday we do these houses, every Tuesday we do these houses, and so on. Uh, but every Tuesday we had this one big yard, and uh, my job was to scrape up the dog shit from the uh, enclosed backyard. <laughs> it, was, it was a huge property, but they had this little like half an acre lot in the backyard that was fenced mm-hmm. in for the dog and i had like this little pooper scooper thing this little i don't know how to describe it kind of like one of those uh picker upper things oh, yeah. the little that old people might use but it, it had more of a little scoop contraption yeah, little, at the bottom anyway on a scoop. Yeah, yeah yeah anyway i had been to a comedy about two years so i was just starting to kind of find my legs and starting to like you know start to realize that I might have a little bit of talent for it and starting to seriously consider like, all right, what are the steps I need to do to kind of do this full time and try to segue into doing this professionally. And I just remember every Tuesday and it would take about an hour, um, literally just an hour of just shuffling around this back backyard. And I am not exaggerating. It was a week's full of dog turds and they had two or three dogs. So it was like legitimately 150, 200 dog turds. And uh, so it would take like an hour. I and I just remember turn, every not by the pound. That's where I differ <laughs> from the competitors. Big or small, it's by the pound. And I just remember every Tuesday spending an hour shuffling around, picking up all that dog shit, thinking, man, I got to get better at comedy. I got to keep working. I got to keep writing. I got to mm-hmm. keep getting up because I, boy, that was a pretty good motivator of like, come on, dude, get your, no pun intended, get your shit together. <laughs> uh, just scooping up dog shit. Oh man, that was what rough. a great name for that company, though. We get your shit together. What? <laughs> yeah, get your shit together. Oh man. Yeah, I, I looked at all like I mean, days. granted, it's the same. I never saw Eight Mile or whatever, but every story about whatever opposing force, I like, I need like. I think that's why I'm glad. Like, I never had a job that made me comfortable because then that was the opposing mm-hmm. force. You yeah. know, because ne- I'm lazy. I would never, if I, if I was getting a good payday, I, I would not have tried as hard. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I was yeah. like, nope, you're kind of, you. do you feel like a loser because you're in your 30s and you're still working a menial job and you want to like, yeah, okay, cool. Go out tonight. Go to the open mic. Yeah. And I, I don't think you, if you're really trying to pursue comedy or anything, uh, other than what you're currently doing, you can't be too comfortable. I remember in Atlanta, we had a, obviously we had a nice scene and a tight uh, group of comedians that were out every night, but we had these two guys and I won't name their names, but uh, two guys were both uh, engineers. I think one was like a civil engineer and one was a mechanical engineer and they were nice dudes. But I remember one time uh, us sitting at the laughing skull and it's me and Andy Sanford and a bunch of folks. And like uh, uh, somebody from the audience came by and was just making small chit chat. And those two comments, uh, we're hanging out with us too and somebody said something about like oh I really respect you guys you know like the starving artist thing mm-hmm. and both of these guys chimed up, chimed up like well we're not uh, we're not starving artists uh, we're both engineers and I'm like yeah that's great it doesn't make you any better at comedy <laughs> and uh, that's why you're you, both of you guys ironically are the shittiest comics at this table uh, <laughs> you know nothing personal but because you're comfortable because you don't have to go out and put everything on the line to try to make a living out of this I, 
I love uh, you. Like I'm just, not gonna, I remember they. Both. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, it was a guy. It was a stand-up comedian. He was also a civil engineer. It was 2005 at the Laughing uh, Skull. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta comics know who I'm talking about, but uh, and, you know, nice enough guys. But I just remember they they just they chimed up with such a shit eating grin, like "Oh, ho, ho, we're not uh, starving artists. We do pretty well." And it's like, well, good for you. You still suck at comedy. Well, that's why it was like a dude like Kumail who like, like oh, you're gonna be fine because he showed mm-hmm. up on the scenes. Like, first off, you he came from Pakistan to go to college in the states. And then yeah, like I went to I don't know somewhere in Iowa for I I think tech stuff. Right after he graduated, moved to Chicago and worked in his field. So he was mm-hmm. working in the thing he studied to work on, mm-hmm. and then started comedy right after September 11th when everybody you mm-hmm. know it was and didn't even didn't use like where he was from or his accent or his culture to as punchlines. And every uh-huh. comedian was like, Oh fuck, we got to work harder. Yeah. Like this guy's and knowing like, and then at night, like I have to go, I got to go to work. Like, yeah, but who gives a shit? We all got dumb jobs. Like, no, actually I have to do this. Like, Oh yeah, no, you should keep your job. You should keep your job. Yeah. You understand yeah. ambition. You left your, uh, your family and your entire home country for school, and then that place for this, you are going to, like, anything that guy gets, I'm like, good on you, man. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Well deserved. Yeah. But I, yeah, he's he's doing all right. Yeah, he's hanging in there. Yeah, I think he, he'll be fine. I think it'll work out for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, yeah, I just remember. But then there's the other end, too, where it's like, you got to have some responsibility. I remember one buddy. Like so, it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday night show at this place called Quail's Tippling House, and I remember him saying, "I'm like, oh man, I got." I was, like, I was saying like, oh, "I gotta, I gotta leave. I gotta go to work tomorrow." He's like, "Yeah, man, well, I gotta babysit all day tomorrow." I'm like, "They're your kids. <laughs> it's called fathering. It's yeah, not called it's not babysitting at that point. when it's your kids, man. <laughs> I think you're a little too detached from responsibility, and I know that's uh, a little pot calling the kettle of a terrible father on my part. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll tell you what. Ha- speaking of comics. Speaking of comics. Uh, more comics in the news. Hear about that story? Hmm. More, more bad behavior. Oh. From <clears throat> mediocre comics, uh, <clears throat> Brian Callen got accused of rape. That's not good. No, and I, I mean, <laughs> boy, that's going to look bad. I don't know any yeah, clips. That's going to leave I, a again. Mark. Not a guy I know personally, but any clips of someone wearing sunglasses inside, I don't trust him. Well, that might have been because he had uh, cosmetic work done, Kyle. Really? Uh, I'll go ahead and judge. Dude's getting cosmetic surgery. Fuck off. I'm sorry. Says the morbidly obese guy who doesn't care about what he looks like. But uh, I don't know, man. That always just. Uh, well, if you know. get it and you own it, I, I but, can't. I can't get get angry at anybody. But yeah, I want to start where I saw that. I, I saw that somebody is, saying like, "Oh, no. you should wear eye protection because of this COVID thing." I'm like, I've been looking for an excuse. To wear like the yellow glasses all the time. Oh yeah, the uh, the uh, what do they call those? Like the something blockers. Well, there's blue blockers. But do you remember? Like the, I wear the yellow blockers. lens ones 
when I'm bike riding, when it's like cloudy or anything, mm-hmm. or I'm in trees because you still need eye protection from branches, but I don't want to wear sunglasses. And they do, mm-hmm. man. The, the yellow lenses they they crisp things up. Yeah, like the shooting glasses That's or whatever. Yeah, I'll probably look like a douchebag. So what, what, what should I say about? <laughs> but yeah, he uh, what got is outed a, for scumbag. What's behavior. going on? Jesus, fellas, uh, enough. Take it easy. Like I don't know. I, I understand we're in the the height of cancel culture and all that, and you know you can say what you will about cancel culture, but uh, are but did did you act like a shithead or did you act like a criminal and a rapist? Like. Uh, I don't I and I don't know. I, I'm not throwing him out of the bus, but I'm just saying, Jesus Christ. No, I'm thinking the LA like, Times article threw seems him like under every, the bus. Every I, week. Think, I think reporting threw yeah. him under the bus. I think uh, yeah. what, his actions threw himself under the bus. I think he threw himself under the bus. By yeah. Being a well, you a, know, apparently a, a a bad person. So but I don't know. It's I, and I've said it before, it's it's not that hard not to be a huge scumbag, fellas. Yeah, I like uh, you know, like we were talking before. I don't know. I don't know. I always got uh, uh, more of a Hollywood vibe than a comic vibe from them. Mm-hmm. You know, there, yeah. there's a difference. There's, there's, you know, there's like, oh, you're you're a famous person. You're not a stand up. Mm-hmm. You want to be famous, or or yeah, or yeah you can always successful. tell. You can always tell where people's priorities yeah, are. Successful, but without the like. I, I I'm not trying to talk shit on Tuber, but there's a lot of you know I, there's a lot of comics like oh you want to be famous you do things to be famous and to be known but it's of course not, I don't think you're trying to be a good comedian no no there's uh, there's a ton of people like that a ton of you're comics a celebrity that... but you're not a good comedian mm-hmm. so I wouldn't call no. them comedians ever... I would call them celebrities that happen to uh... you're like you're like Michael Jordan playing baseball. Yeah. Like, you're not, I mean, people are here to see it, but it's not great. He yeah. wasn't good at baseball, right? Did I tell you? No. Well, he was okay. He, okay, there, he okay was, then, then, then it okay, still sticks. But, but, it still sticks. You're there because yeah, of who, who but, you are, not because of what you are. He, he was not the Michael Jordan of baseball, put it that way. No. Uh, <laughs> um, did I ever tell you my Brian Callen story? We, uh... We shared a comedy condo together. We worked together uh, about 10 years ago in Knoxville, playing uh, a real shithole club up there uh, that's now gone under. I think, uh, <laughs> I, think I played that. I, you're talking about side splitters? Side splitters fucking sucked. I think I played uh, there. I think I did one night there. And I remember um, who's the who's the oh, shit. Who's the guy? Not that I can complain, or but I can't complain. What's the Tom? The owner? No, 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 comic. Oh, oh, the I can't complain guy. You know me. I, he, I don't know who that would be. He was like the limousine driver in in uh, in. Uh, oh, in, uh, oh, Dom Irera. Dom Irera, and I remember because yeah. I was doing the like the Wednesday night just to get like a run started, and there was no other place at the time. The agent I had like, well, it was the only place in Knoxville. And I was mm-hmm. so I was there, and Dom Irera was there like a night early, just just in sweatpants, eating like a sad. Like went to the club for dinner, and it's not a it's not like a club that had a good <laughs> kitchen. It's like all microwave, yeah. deep fryer stuff, and just eating a sad Wednesday night dinner before his weekend there. And it was that it was one sad. of those images you see, like oh, I don't want to become that man. 
Not that yeah, I, I don't, he could have been having a great time. He could have known the guy. He could be from, I don't know, but I was like, yeah. this just looks like such a bummer. Anyway, it's, sorry to cut you off. That's my story about that, that club. Yeah, we uh, we shared a comedy condo for four days. It was a Thursday through Sunday, and uh, I get there Thursday. I get into the condo first, and I'm uh, I'm getting situated. And about an hour later, he shows up, and you know, nice enough guy, uh, you know, making small talk and all that. And then um, a couple hours before the first show on Thursday afternoon, uh, I get a kidney stone attack. And uh, kidney stones lasted all week. I did all my shows. Uh, I would just I was just hopped up on pain pills uh, during the shows, and then during the day, just laying around moaning. Like we've talked about that before, but like you get a full on kidney stone attack, it sucks. And uh, it was just so awkward uh, hanging out with this dude who I just met, and just like every few hours throughout the weekend, he's just like, "Are you sure you're okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just trying." to pass it but uh and he was nice enough back then but he did he he went full bore in like fat shaming me he was just like look man i'm not trying to judge but uh you're clearly uh not too concerned with your diet and that's probably why you got these kidney stones you got to eat more of this and less of this and i remember like i was in so much pain and so annoyed i snapped on him i just said look now's not the time dude i don't or i don't need this from you right now or something but uh yeah that was the extent of our uh, bonding over the four days of me moaning and him judging and uh yeah didn't didn't try any funny business with me but i I will say like not not piling on but he had that vibe of just you know that intangible just douchebag vibe yeah i I can't put my finger on it but just that vibe that you meet those people and you're just like we would never hang out in any other context yeah i like i said i i'm a you know Seen the guy backstage. Never hung out with him. Seem seem like a seem like a showbiz type. That does not imply that he uh, is or isn't uh, what these accusations are. But uh, the, the mm-hmm. L.A. Times article made it a pretty damning case against the fella. So uh, did, yeah. I want to ask: when you got kidney stones, did it, how like did it just come on right away, or did you start feeling like a pain in your side because I got a little dull ache right in the kidney area? I've had. I've had them about five or six times, and they always start the same. It's a fairly quick. It's not immediate, but it goes from zero to 100 in about 15 minutes. It's okay. a slow build over 15 minutes. Five or six and, times. Uh, I, can, I can always feel it coming on. Yeah. Thank, yeah, thank God you've probably, changed your lifestyle. Yeah, I can keep track. yeah exactly. Um, side <laughs> splitters looks like in 2014 it was... Under new management, and that management was Steve Hofstetter, and I'll just leave that there. Oh, there you go. I'll just, Shocking. I'll just leave that there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I'll tell you what happened to me. I uh, I think, I think. well, okay, so I said my piece about the mail, the post office, through personal experiences. Okay. They weren't great. I was uh-huh. talking about me as a patron of the post office. Never had a really exceptional experience with them. And uh, somebody had written to me saying, listen, this is what the ins and outs of the job are right now. And, and what we'll talk about mm-hmm. eventually is that the, now the head of the post office, the postmaster, is that, can we not say that anymore? I don't know. Yeah, that's odd. 
Postmaster general? Is that a thing? Anyway, mm-hmm. head of the post office who Trump appointed because he is a big donor to the Trump campaign, and a lot of people think that's a strategic move to now undermine the efforts to vote by mail for the presidential election. Now, that is a whole conspiracy that I believe is true because Trump's obviously a uh, fucking just a greasy turd dangling out of the <laughs> ass of another greasy turd. I don't even, I, I'm out of metaphors and... Uh, you know, and I do. I do look on the Reddit, and when people, I think, Jesus, sound older, Kyle. I do look on the Reddit. No, I, I do watch yeah. Reddit. What's going on over there? Rumble. Oh, sorry, buddy. Oh. We're good. Okay. <laughs> I, heard, I thought it was a rumble. Uh, I, I scared Katie. I, I startled what'd her. What'd you do? Yeah, she's okay. Okay. Did you tackle it. Keep tackle going. Her I'm to sorry. The ground? I was trying to get my internet went down. I was trying to get her attention to fix the internet without uh, dis- distracting from your story, oh. and I scared the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Fix the Wi-Fi. <laughs> anyway, um, carry on. Anyway, that that's a whole thing that I believe is probably true. And yes, the post office provides that service. And somebody wrote me a letter. Somebody on on the Boogie Monster subreddit like, I don't know. They don't really. Talk about Trump too much or something. I'm like, I, I think we talk about it enough because do you need to hear more people say he's a piece of shit? Fine, he's a piece of shit. Uh, I don't want anybody who thinks Trump's a good idea for president to like my comedy or be anything uh, related to me. I don't, I, I don't, I want to know, I want to know what I am saying to attract someone who thinks that's a good choice for president. Yeah. Either way, that we'll talk about the post Ooh. office thing. I I think my mailman saw me naked the other day, and so that really, yeah, that's more of a direct. I'm not used to just living on the ground floor. L.A. Yeah, you got to get used to that. Floor. Yeah, got, and just a lot of windows and just people walking around. And then I was in the garage mm-hmm. where the washer dryer is. And we just got back from camping, and I was putting the laundry in. I'm like, all right, final step. I'm wearing my dirty camp clothes. I'll just uh-huh. I'll shimmy out of these real quick and toss them in the garage. <laughs> garage door's closed, but the garage door's got windows on it. And I ah. saw the mail truck out there, and I'm like, well, he's probably, he could be up and down anywhere in this neighborhood. It's going to take me 10 uh-huh. seconds to do this. Of course, yeah. in that 10-second window. Here he comes cruising up the driveway, and I'm just butt naked standing there in front of the dryer or the washing machine. <laughs> and like I crump, I, I just kind of like crouched down. Uh huh. I should have just stayed still like a squirrel. Like maybe if I'm frozen, they won't notice me. <laughs> but the movement probably oh, made man. it worse. But then the next day, which would have been, I think, yesterday. I'm out there watering the lawn, as you do in the suburbs now. Mm-hmm. And I, Good for I've you. got, well, and I've got like, you know, I got some silly, more outfit, costumey type things, but I happen to be wearing cutoff shorts and a mesh tank top. Nice. Camo Crocs, uh, full, full force. But cutoff shorts and a mesh <laughs> tank top. Looking full on like I'm cosplaying Philip Seymour uh, Hoffman's character from Boogie Nights. <laughs> Just full bore Corona gut in a mesh red tank top. Oh, man. And then I'm out there with the hose watering the lawn, and the same mailman comes cruising up, and I'm like, oh, oh well, man. 
couldn't have picked a better outfit now. Like I'm just trying to trap this fella. And I'm just, did he give you any? He look? He comes like, by and I'm like, gosh, up, I'm spraying the exact part of like the lawn and sidewalk where he's got to walk. I'm like, oh shit, man, I'll stop. He's like, okay. And then he went around. He's like, oh, it's not like it's gonna hurt me. And he had one piece of mail. He gave it to me. He's like, so how's L.A., man? Like, or was this weather compared to L.A.? I'm like, oh, this guy. How does he know? Like, well, because it's the mail. It's being forwarded. Ah, uh, yeah. But then. Mm. I'm like, oh, you know, it's really hot, but there's grass. He's like, oh, it's just, it'll be dormant. It'll come back. But then Rachel's like, I think he knows who you are. He was extra nice to me. I'm like, oh, great. So uh-huh. that guy, that's a listener. Sorry, or you're welcome. I don't know, <laughs> what, whatever your thoughts were about it. So that's my apology to my, this particular mailman. The rest of the post office could still have done a better job leading up to this plea for public support. I get that. I get. I get that we need them and everything. But I'll be honest, my experience at the post office has not, has not been great. Um, the, I was reading an article today about the post office. Did you know that they lost like four billion dollars in the first quarter of this year? Uh, like, what, what's was, going on? Was, four and a half billion dollar loss. Was three uh, three hundred ninety billion dollars of it just money that was in envelopes that they were supposed to deliver? Because that's how I could see I them know. losing that money. I mean, not losing. I mean, they the as a business. No, I know that was why they, I was uh, making a joke. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Why, why did <laughs> that would be funny if they literally lost billions of dollars yeah, worth of somebody just, birthday yeah, checks? Did somebody just have a yeah. Did somebody just? It's just that, that's how many, much money people tried to mail. Yeah. How many seven dollar checks from grandmothers to their grandsons were mailed that were lost? <laughs> yeah, man. What's uh, what's going on as a business model that you're losing four billion dollars a quarter? I mean, what, what are they just stamps not expensive enough? What, I don't understand. Well, and I, I don't know how. It, I, and this is where, yeah, a plead ignorance. I don't know how much is it that everybody's getting Am- Amazon's trying to take up more of their own deliveries. Uh, mm-hmm. Add that to my little list of things I was trying to avoid. That I went on my little rant about fuck Trump. Avoid try mm-hmm. to avoid single use plastics. Try to avoid shit made in China. It's hard to do now. And it's not like, it's, they're using slave labor, man. It's I mean, In other places, mm-hmm. I'm sure other places are probably bad that I haven't researched. But China's, like, that's what's getting a, a light uh, sh- shown on it right now. And so I'm like, all right, you know what? If I don't have to buy it there from there, then I'll try to. But uh, And then Amazon. I, I haven't bought anything from Amazon since the beginning of all this. Good for you. That's hard to do. Well, you find the thing you like, and then see if they have an, a website of their own. And then you go yeah. to that website, and then maybe they use these post. Maybe they use postage or go on eBay or something. Like, I've just, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You, you try to do the right thing, but then you go down a wormhole of researching to do the right thing, and you find out you're actually doing a worse thing by trying to do the right thing. It's not the... Uh, Oh, it'd be easy if, easier if you just didn't give a shit, you know, Dave? Oh, dude, tell me about it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Speaking of China, uh, you hear about these seeds. Speaking of China and the mail, look at this. Look at that uh, connecting to yeah. two of the dots there. Yeah. Uh, people, people receiving uh, packages from China that contain uh, unmarked seeds. And this has happened, uh, I believe, in the article I read this morning, uh, pretty much all 50 states and, of course, other parts of the world, too. But almost every state in America, people are receiving these uh, weird packages with a uh, Chinese address uh, of seeds that uh, that no one ordered. Yeah. And, and everybody's freaking out about and it. And I, I read, like, the one theory is that it's, like it's just a scam that they'll send them... Like, they just hacked somebody's address, and they send it, like, it's supposed to be jewelry, so then somehow they can mm-hmm. put, like, a fake positive review. Yeah, I, I guess uh, they call that a brushing scam. Yeah, but Seeds is pretty sinister. I, seeds just seems like... Yes. I feel like the scam angle is is a decoy or, you know, red herring or something. I feel like that's... What they want you to think, oh, it's just a scam. But like, yeah, something about it being seeds, like biological warfare, agricultural warfare. I don't even know how that I works, but it like seems like something little, China could figure yeah, out. I think it's like one of them little shop of horrors plants <laughs> that they figured out. That thing, that thing scared the shit out of me when I saw it that re- for the first time as really? a kid. Really? Right, right, yeah. Because well, I mean, I'm like, it's, listen, stop calling it the... The Chinese virus, that's racist. It wasn't mm-hmm. made in a lab. But then we're like, oh, man, these fucking seeds that they're going to give us. Somebody's going to grow these plants, and it's going to unleash demons. Well, what could it be? What? I, and I don't know enough about you know biological warfare or anything, agriculture, but like what, what could be a plausible, sinister explanation? Are they... You know, uh, evasive species of plant. Like, what would that do? Like, if, uh, uh, is it going to poison our existing crops if it gets in the soil? What What could it possibly be if we're talking conspiracy theory, sinister intent? That, like, yeah, like, like the yeah, invasive species, like the was the cane toads in Australia. You ever see that documentary? I don't know. It was, uh, uh, yeah, it was like no, a, I don't know about that. It was. I don't know if it was brought uh, again. Uh, all I remember of this documentary, all my facts are going to be wrong. It was just like one guy going like, I hate him. And it just showed him on the road. And the guy <laughs> was just speeding down a highway, just running over as many as he could. Really? Yeah. Just like, oh, uh, just like wet hot pockets. Just, blah, 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 just <laughs> popping open on the highway. This guy like, I hate him. Oh. And it was somebody, somebody, I don't know if they brought him over to like, combat some insect thing or if they were brought over accidentally but uh yeah they just you know went nuts and took it over like kudzu the plant i was just about to say kudzu that came from china or somewhere right didn't that come from asia i don't know where it came i just know it was just a plant that then it's everywhere in the south with all the science that we have we don't have somebody who could just look at a seed under a microscope and be like oh yeah it's this yeah. Well, no, they figured out what some of the seeds are. They've identified some of them. Oh, they did. Uh, some of them have been pretty, yeah, a, a few batches have been identified. Rosemary and a few other just uh, innocuous it's rosemary? Uh, seeds. Yeah, some of it's rosemary. But here's the thing. Uh, it's not like these are all coming from the same source. Uh, 
there's just dozens and dozens of uh, different people have received these uh, that are different packaging, different address, different, you know, it's not like this one company is sending out little packets of seeds. Like they're, they're, they're different, different packaging, different addresses, everything. So that's what has got people confused. It's like, why so many different ones? It'd be different if just one company was sending out samples or a scam or something. But oh. uh, the fact that there's such a variety of seeds and packages has got people concerned. I'll ask you this. Have you ever seen rose? Rosemary in Chinese food. I don't think I have. What's up with that? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What's going on with that? Huh? What? What's up with it's that? Going man? down. It's all going down. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I got some. Uh, uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture has identified 14 different species of seeds within the mysterious packets. Uh, people started receiving them uh, early July. This guy named Osama L. Lizzy. He's the, the deputy administrator of the USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. He said that, uh, yeah, they got 14 different species, uh, including hibiscus, rosemary, mint, and sage. So, yeah, that's pretty pretty harmless, it seems. Um, See these, uh, all 50 states have issued warnings. They think they're poisoning uh, us, and we're plant. just like, oh, thanks for the seasonings. Thanks for the herbs and yeah. spices. We used to, people used to travel... People used to dominate entire cultures just looking for spices. Now they're just mailing it out for free. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. There's uh, This could be a, a non-story or it could be – it just seems weird. Like that seems like a uh, creative way to do some, some damage is seeds and plants and agriculture. Just uh, – I don't know. It could be completely – benign but who knows it is only time will tell it is how would you do it dave what was your i i, I mean like what everybody's focused on i like i like the old school nature i like the analog nature that they're telling mm-hmm. like is a weird word to say mm-hmm. but yeah, it's yeah. all hacking computer virus yep. and then somebody's like we use the mail and we send them seeds everybody's got their face yeah. They think we're using TikTok to steal their information. Uh-huh. These are just plants that have cameras in them. That's what it is. They develop. It's all tiny camera. <laughs> I yeah, I appreciate the, not even the 4-H stuff. nature of this attempt. <laughs> it's got a real county fair vibe to it. Dude, that's, they're going to, that's, they, you know, they keep, they're, they're going to train like the most adorable dogs are going to be the ones that are spies. Hmm. That's what oh, animals boy. animals collecting information. They're going to put microphones inside the cats. Well, you've heard about the theory that uh, the CIA is using robotic pigeons to spy on us. I don't. They, they used dolphins. Did mm-hmm. they use? No, oh, really? How there so? There was something. I thought they were using dolphins. Hold on. I'm just going to Google dolphin spies and see what comes up. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible straight to DVD movie. They were tr- uh, well, and you, you, <laughs> Ukrainian combat dolphins. This is from National Geographic. <laughs> the Ukrainian combat dolphins, based in Sevastopol, were trained to search for and tag underwater mines. 
or unwanted swimmers attempting to access restricted waterways. Says hmm. RIA Navasti. Man, using dolphins to detect mines. Jesus. Yeah, I guess rumors that dolphins had been trained to kill divers have been denied by the U.S. Navy, which claims that training dolphins to fight or kill humans is impossible. Say that to me after, you know, when I'm watching a video of your fighter pilots chasing a UFO around the air. Then, mm-hmm. oh, it was you have now. I don't know, man. I think I think dolphins. I think they could do that with dolphins. So yeah, I'm gonna put that one on there. Yeah. What's the uh, what's that fact or myth about dolphins? Are dolphins the only other species other than humans that have sex for pleasure? Is that correct? You hear that? Uh, I, well, I know they're aggressive. I know there's all those stories that you can mm. be assaulted by a dolphin. Uh, but if that fact is correct, that dolphins you telling me that- side splitters in Knoxville though. Same weekend. <laughs> so no other animals just bang because they feel like it. It's all biological. It's all I got to procreate. Hmm. How do they know that? Exactly. I don't think they do. I mean, dog, like animals beat off. Animals beat off. Yeah, monkeys jerk off and. Dogs will lick their bone. You think they're much. you think they're really jerking off, or is it like, oh my, this weird part of my body itches, or do you think he's like he knows what his mission is? Do you think? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use that one. Ah, it itches real bad. <laughs> yeah, the only way to heal it is to get the calamine lotion out. Nah, never mind. Never mind. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Don't yeah. worry about that joke. Get this. Forget that joke. Get this goo. Edit that joke. Get out. this goo out of me. <laughs> get out the poison. <laughs> I get out of here. I well, that's something we could look into for uh, you know another well researched episode <laughs> of the Boogie Monster uh, is uh, the horny spy dolphins of the U.S. Navy. <laughs> maybe oh maybe that's God. why they couldn't train them to be spies. They're just horny and they get distracted. Yeah, all horned up. You know, it's like mm-hmm. trying to yeah, it's like trying to like train a twelve year old. Like remember being just. <clears throat> Going through puberty and trying to be in school, like I'm not gonna remember any of what you're telling me right now. Mm-hmm. Losing yeah. my fucking mind, and I need to just be put in the woods for the next three years. <laughs> it's the safest thing just to happen. The, yeah, just a cage out in the backyard. Just something. Oh, oh man. Well, anyway, well, let, 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 so what do we got to talk about? The, the the seeds. We're worried about the seeds. Got the seeds. Um. This isn't really boogie related, but uh, none of this is. You had mentioned this off the air that uh, what's what's I don't know enough about it. What the fuck's going on with Trump in the mail in voting? What's he so worried about? Is this not the same party that has been accused of voter suppression for decades? Like, what are they worried about? The mail in voting? Well, they haven't figured out. And they here's my other question: How to rig the election yet? Here's my other question. If Trump were, let's say hypothetically, if Trump were leading in the polls right now, if he had a huge lead in the polls, would he give a shit about this? Like, it's just, just something seems fishy that he's just so convinced that there's going to be fraud. Like, the Republican Party has actively tried to suppress voting for years. 
I mean, recently, I don't, I don't know all the details. I never do. I don't know the facts. But recently, and in, in a couple of weeks ago or months ago in Louisville, did you hear that story? Or in Kentucky, there, there's some place where like 630,000 citizens had one polling place. 630,000 people got one place to go vote. Like, that's voter suppression. It's, you know, when, I mean, we're seeing the outrage in some places. Obviously, Portland, like where they're saying, oh, once the federal troops left, everything was peaceful. No shit. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, When does the outrage meet uh, the masses even more? You know, when 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 will it be enough? That's that's what I'm curious about. When will will him being like, no, I'm just going to say I'm president again. Like when, you know, all the yeah. like we said before, all your militias that are about a tyrannical government. We're in the midst of it. We're in it now. But it's mm-hmm. ty- it's yeah. tyranny uh, for their side. So it's not so mm-hmm. it's not tyranny because they agree with the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, if, 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 you know, if it's tried to happen the other way around, you know, if it was a Democrat doing the same shit, I would think Democrats wouldn't stand for it. It would also be like, well, actually, we're, this is incorrect and this is not constitutional. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, man, I don't, I don't know. Did you figure out anything more about but Portugal? It's, <laughs> it's just odd. you want to share? <laughs> <laughs> it's just bizarre that he's so worried about this. Like, I, I don't understand. It's, uh, I mean, he just wants to win. It's not about right and wrong. It's about winning. And it doesn't matter if you cheat it. It's, it's about winning. It's the, it's, 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 it's like, uh, I, was, I don't know a lot about baseball, but I'm watching like who got suspended for eight games for trying to hit the Astros guy. Oh yeah, the uh, the the pitcher for the Dodgers, and I saw that and I loved it. He, he made a he made faces at him like me. Yeah, <laughs> when the guy was complaining. well, and every yeah. and everybody like even other players, everybody was like, "No, fuck your team, fuck the you cheated," and they nobody yeah. and they didn't take the title away from him. No, exactly. So what's that title worth? If you won it based on cheating, why is that? It shouldn't count. But some people yeah. don't it, it, care. They don't care. We'll go back to the the celebrity thing. People get laughs on stage, and they don't care how they got them. They don't care about being a good comedian. They just want to mm-hmm. win. Yeah. Oh, this guy killed. Yeah, but the comedy was garbage. Yeah. Yeah, but they killed. I don't give a shit. I'd rather watch a yeah. comedian I respect bomb than a comedian that just churns out fucking Big Mac after Big Mac. Yeah, it's popular. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean it's good. And it doesn't mean it's. But again, then on the other side, you have the the people that are like, well, just just because it's the law doesn't mean it's right. Which is usually reserved Mm -hmm. for when the law is wildly incorrect and about prejudices. And we're seeing this with police behavior about how the right thing isn't necessarily the legal thing. And somebody's going to, Say that about Trump stealing the presidency. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing it with the fucking QAnon dipshits sneezing on shit at Walmart are going to be like, well, he needed he needs to stay in there for the safety of America, the preservation of America. 
So he had to because the Democrats, these communists were going to come in. So he had to take the president. Like, there will be somebody to defend it. Mm-hmm. Of course. And uh, I just, I don't want to go down the dark, dark rabbit hole of like, this really feels like the capsizing of the country. Of course. It feels like that. I hope it's not. I hope it's like, like I've said before, we just, Biden just comes in there and it's like a substitute teacher. Just fucking put on a movie and don't do shit. Just let everybody have four years to just breathe and take it easy. Mm -hmm. Just leave everything, just to see the news. And the news is like, oh, this dog survived a hot air balloon ride by himself. (laughs) That... That's what I want. That's what I want. These these armed dolphin spies are too horny. They've chosen love over war. That I want that. That's the news story I want. Not just like how much how many stories of Trump like he did this and he did that and he did this and he did that. If he was a fucking animal, you would have put him down by now. Yeah. Well, I still don't know how anybody can defend him at this point. I've said this before. I'm not going to blame people for voting for him four years ago mm-hmm. if it was, you know, based on economic stuff. Oh, Hillary's going to shut down the coal mines and my farm's going to go under. So I'm going to vote for Trump. Three and a half years later, after dozens or hundreds of just dipshit fucking incidents, you're just still loyal to this fucking just God. What a it's a, it's embarrassing. It's it's a cl- I mean, it's just embarrassing. Well, Dave, like this is this is who we voted for. This is our guy. Don't you just don't Dave. you realize that that Ugh. Corona is a global conspiracy just to undermine Trump? Mm-hmm. It's it's a lack of yeah. it's a lack of uh, just as like people are flat earthers and that's ridiculous. I think Americans don't think other countries exist. Oh, of course. I think there's yeah. the, there's a tunnel vision. Now, there's nothing wrong. Like, yeah, let's focus on making this place great. But there's also nothing lear- mm-hmm. le- you know, nothing wrong with learning from examples from other people. That's how you learn. Yeah. Somebody else went out yeah. and did the thing and came back with some experience and decided to, to pass on that experience to you in the form of knowledge instead of you having the person. Like, let's look around the globe how some of this was handled. And maybe take some pointers or maybe look at some places that didn't do it so well. But to be like, no, nope, this whole thing's a hoax. And it's uh, it's a hoax just to undermine this. Uh, oh, man. I mean, some people are smart and just can't articulate it. But that's not this either. Uh, man, what, you want to talk about something else? You want to talk about baseball? I, I, don't, I, I, I don't even like that my time and energy would be spent nah, being mad about it. Because I feel like that's theft. That's theft of my own energy in this world to give it to them, to give it to that, yeah. being angry about it. Which I've said, like, I gave, gave, went ahead and gave my Twitter password back up. I was using it to interact and promote for the album. My Instagram is just animals and bike shit. So that's all that's on there. <laughs> 
I go to Reddit, but Reddit's like as soon as like you start getting like, oh man, this is a wormhole. You could just go to like cat pictures and shit. Just change yeah. gears, just change a hard shift, and that's good. Well, before we abandon the uh, the Trump hoax thing, real quick, and I'm not going to be one of these people that uh, celebrates uh, someone's death, but Herman Cain died this week of COVID nineteen. Uh, Herman Cain has gone on record saying that uh, I, I don't know if he actually said it's a hoax, but uh, he attended that Tulsa rally mm-hmm. a month ago and, 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 and gloated that this is going to be a mask-free zone. We're fed up. You don't have to wear a mask here. And, you know, I'm sad the guy's, the guy's dead. I, I'm not going to, you know. I'm not sad. <clears throat> stoop that low. No. Well, I, you know, I, it, it's still a human life, whether I agree with him or not. Yeah. But just the irony, like, okay, other anti-maskers is – is Herman Cain's death a hoax? Is all these other anti-maskers I mentioned last week, some idiot state senator from Arkansas, who's, oh, it's a hoax, is a, he got it, he got COVID, he's not dead yet. But, like, like, I just don't know how you can just still, after all of this evidence, just be like, oh, this is bullshit, it's a hoax. It's, a, it's at this point, it's like cult, it's cult-level behaviors. Oh, that's, oh, I was, uh, Leah, Leah Remini. And uh, another mm-hmm. fella, they had the show about Scientology, and now it's a podcast. I was listening uh-huh. to that. I like her because she's still got, like, that same accent from King of Queens. Like, that's who she's like, this yeah. fucking shit pisses me off. And I just like to think of that accent, but also, like, being in Scientology, like, a Scientologist for so long. <laughs> like, these fucking Thetans are on my bones, and I want them off, so give me the two levers to hold on to. I want to tell them to go screw. You know, like, uh-huh. screaming about that, but also believing that uh, whatever the uh, Zorlak God came from the center of the earth. I don't know what they believe in, but cult-like behavior, blind belief in a thing, just, you know, using tactics to gaslighting or whatever to, you know, deny that any facts could in- in- intrude on what your beliefs are. Or God mm-hmm. forbid, my fucking I've I got a buddy who's still his his things like well, listen I don't agree I think his his mouth gets him in trouble like talking about Trump like his mouth gets him in mm-hmm. trouble but I just I respect the office I'm like cool how many times did you say that while Trump or when Obama was in there and also yeah I'm not gonna respect the office it's not like because you got the job now I respect you by default. That's not mm-hmm. how that shit works. Mm-hmm. You need to respect the office because that's your job. And you're not. You're not. There's no constitution anymore. There's none of this shit. You're, you know, you're, you're wiping your feet on everything. There's no, oh, I respect it. It's like, it's like some phrase that I've heard other people say, like, well, I respect the office. So it's like, I'm going to do what they say. Like, oh, all of a sudden we're bowing to authority just because it's authority. And these yeah. are the same people that are like, for the longest time, too, we're like, oh, man, fuck cops, fuck these people, fuck the judge, fuck that. Now we're all pro-cop, pro-Trump. Like, I don't get it, man. I don't mm-hmm. know where all this came from. And I'm seeing the, the, the merge that I see <clears throat> is it's because, like, the cops and these kind of, like, other people – unsavory cops like like oh we use a cop i'm not getting my point across dave maybe you could say that like (laughs) 
because a lot of cops acted like criminals and how they could skirt the law because of being police officers. And then uh-huh. maybe their friend group were, were also people like I sat there and, you know, smoke pot with police officers. Mm-hmm. Now it's illegal. Back, this was when it was illegal. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, don't worry about it. You know, I'm a cop. You know, like, they, they wouldn't say that, but it's like, oh, I guess this is okay right now. So you're not really being a good cop. You're going to go arrest somebody for this tomorrow? Yeah, I was just about to say, that. that's fine as long as they don't arrest anybody for the same thing. Yeah, well, like you were saying, you didn't do that. But like, Yeah, never did. But it was the people that are like, now we defend all cops. Like, no, you defend cops because your, your friends do this job that are bad at the job and I'm, I'm not articulate. I'm, I'm talking and I'm not saying anything. Don't worry about me. That's all right, buddy. I understand. I get angry, but uh, I get all segue. tied up thinking about the point I want to make, and it doesn't come out the right way. Let's segue into something a little more important. And uh, this is something that I am ashamed to admit that I have neglected for a few months now. Did you burn more ribs? And I've known about it. No, I didn't burn any ribs this week. Um, oh, by the way, I made some cornmeal pancakes. Blow your fucking mind. Oh, I don't even give a shit about mm-hmm. pancakes, but I made some pancakes. I used cornmeal. Yeah, a little cornmeal to it. Makes it a little lighter, a little, little more rustic. Oh, boy. Good stuff. Anyway, the thing I finally got around to addressing this week in my, my own life, and it's something I've neglected, and I'm not proud of it, but I finally, after a few months on the market, tried Wendy's breakfast. I didn't even know that and, was out. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's has breakfast. And let me tell you, uh, it ain't bad. I went with the honey butter chicken biscuit, which was fantastic. Not the best I've ever had, but real solid. And I also just went with a straight up sausage biscuit. And they do the thing that they do with their beef and the burgers. It's a, it's a square sausage patty. I like that. That was fun. Mm, square but, sausage. Uh, solid. Solid, solid chicken biscuit, solid uh, sausage biscuit. Uh, highly recommend if you're in a market that has uh, Wendy's breakfast to give them a try. This is an unpaid endorsement. Um, I told you. Wendy's. Oh. Wendy's is solid, man. They're solid. That's where I want to talk Across. about. The, did we talk about the, well, we, no, we talked about the 3D printed nuggets, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I still don't understand. Listen, as you not understanding on. something stopped you from eating it? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. all. Right. Not at all. But yeah, uh, highly recommend uh, Wendy's Breakfast. Uh, big fan. Okay. Big I, fan. I, Wendy's, Wendy's, they're killing the game right now, man. They got the barbecue burger, real solid. Uh, you know, if you're in the mood, the salads aren't bad. I will say <laughs> this. I know you used to be a fan. If you're in the mood, salads aren't bad. <laughs> <laughs> what a throwaway. I know you used to be what a fan a, of that. What a throwaway to try yeah. and get to everybody to make sure you got enough of a fan base for it. <laughs> I mean, if you're in the mood, sounds aren't bad. Yeah. If you're one of those weird people that like lettuce. Welcome to the Playboy um, Mansion. If you're the, in the mood, you know, you can go beat off in the corner by yourself. I don't know if that's your thing. I'll say, I will say this. One of the weaker things on the menu is one of the things that many people enjoy, and you even uh, included this in a, in a great bit of yours, but uh, those spicy nuggets. Eh. It's, a, eh. it's a dollar add-on. Yeah. I told you that was the last. You know what I think? Go ahead. 
Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say what what turned me off one of the last times I ate Wendy's was eating the eating the weird uh, the chicken sandwich, and then mm-hmm. the it was like it wasn't it didn't seem real chicken. I told you about that. It was like such a big like yeah. chicken breast, but it was mm-hmm. too consistent. Mm. There was no variation in the texture for make for me mm. to like. It felt like like it it was like imitation crab, you know, which okay. I which I love. I'll go on the record for that. Love me some fake crab. Yeah, crab, I, uh, crab with a K. Give I it do to like me. that. Hot dogs <laughs> of the sea. I think my <laughs> I think my problem with the nuggets is uh, it's more of the shake and bake uh, style breading. Just the crumbly breading, which that never does it for no, me. You want to Give me a nice batter. Uh, you know, give me a traditional uh, flour dredge. But the uh, the whole shake and bake, breadcrumb bullshit just never did it for me. So I think uh, if there's a flaw in Wendy's menu, I think it's their, their chicken stuff. Even though I know a lot of people love that spicy chicken sandwich. Still, it's... Uh, but the burgers, solid, and the breakfast, uh, pretty damn good. So that's my that's my report it's my review of uh, Wendy's breakfast, we, so check that shit we did, out. We did camp. We did camp food. We did a little marinated. We did shrimp marinated in uh, this Aleppo honey Aleppo pepper sauce. What's Aleppo? It's uh, like a pepper from the Middle East. Oh, okay. Uh, um, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, we talked about that off air, but we haven't mentioned it. Uh, where you went camping? Yeah, we went uh, to just a lake. Where a lake, like an hour and a half. Well, a lake right near Mount Hood up here. Beautiful, small lake. Crater, Crater Lake. No, we're actually going to go check out Crater Lake in a few days. Okay, but because uh, I've been there, I spent uh, spent a few days out that way. We're going up there next fun. week. Yeah, but this was just no. It's a little tiny lake. I mean, someone in a slightly better shape than me could probably swim across it. Uh, okay, but everybody just get no no power boats on it, just like paddle boards and kayaks wow. and shit. And it was nice, man. nice, it was real nice. Just go out there, float around. This oh, I, this might turn into a bit, but man, I was out, and somebody was like, I think about like how like how you know how you realize like what kind of asshole you were in your past, or hopefully you realize uh-huh. it. And you use it to correct your ways or realize that maybe everybody's like that a little bit, but you mature. And I was always like the mm-hmm. loud music guy. I was, I was always like, oh, man, you know what the problem? You know why everybody at this gas station looks bummed out? Not enough fucking lag wagon, dudes. And then I'd, my, I would just, <laughs> I'd be the shithead with the radio on at this gas station. Now I go, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, uh, people who like loud music rarely if ever like good music absolutely i've never heard good music blasting from a car stereo cruising through the parking lot and for camping i mean this just reiterates why i like to like backpack and i'm not good at but just to get by myself or be around the more crunchy granola hippie people are there to appreciate the outdoors not to just Uh crush like a 30 rack of bud light and then hey man (laughs) you guys all like lincoln park well, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Up to ten, and so there was a few really? of those people on the other side of the lake just playing loud music because I think they're like, you know what, this whole lake probably wants to rock tonight, and nobody did. But then <clears throat> it finally went off, and then I was out. <clears throat> we had had a canoe, 
And I was out at night on it and just paddling around by myself. And I'm like going by their side of the lake where the campsite is. And it's now they're not blaring music at this point, but they're they're listening to or maybe watching on a computer or something uh, a Bill Burr special, still loud enough for everybody okay. to hear. But watch and watching the censored version of Bill Burr. That's an odd and, choice for camping entertainment. Well, just not being able to like unplug. Which is, uh, mm-hmm. to me, yeah. kind of the point. I, a little campsite music, it I get it. But, God, man, just talking <laughs> earlier, like, I hope I never have those fans. Mm. Like, in the, the, <laughs> yeah. the censored version, you yeah. fucking yeah. idiots have been yeah. playing garbage pop metal for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And you can't even splurge for the uncensored version of a Bill Burr special. It's 11 o'clock at night, and I got to hear bleeps in the middle of a bit. Mm. Like, the problem with going to a lake is you have to deal with lake people, mm-hmm. which is just wet trash. <laughs> <laughs> It's wet trash. It, it's it's people who have more than once spray painted camouflage on some sort of vehicle, whether it be a jet ski yep. or a dune buggy. Ugh! It was, it was just like you fucking losers. We had a lot of that in the town I grew up in. Uh, grew up in Canton, Georgia, and uh, on the outskirts outskirts of town is Lake Alatoona which is mm-hmm. uh, where they filmed a lot of Ozark. Oh, and okay. uh, it's just a different uh, aquatic rednecks. It's a different breed. Um, I, I never could put my finger on it, but you could always tell uh, who lived out by the lake. You could just, you, they just carried themselves differently. It's like, ah, you spend a lot of time on the lake, don't you? And I'm not knocking everybody who enjoys the recreation of a lake, but uh, there is a, a special breed, especially in the south, of just that uh, that aquatic white trash. Yeah, like, and I, and I, but I like being there, too. Yeah, yeah, I do, too. But, man, what is it about that attitude? But, again, I had that attitude when I, like, man, you guys all should like my music because I like good music. Oh, I did not. I liked, I liked my music, but it doesn't mean it mm-hmm. was good music. Yeah. But, no, there's definitely a direct correlation between stupid people and loud people. Anybody making a lot of noise in public's probably an idiot. Just uh, shut the fuck up. Let's, let's shut go up. To, go to Trump's Twitter account. Oh. <laughs> No thanks. It's uh, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna waste any more energy on that. Um, he does say he wants to ban TikTok, which I'm sure his reasons are petty, but I don't. I don't disagree with that. What a horrible app for shallow people. That's just a piece of spyware. Yeah, I'm not on TikTok. I did see this article. Uh, I had it. Twitter thinks. I, Sarah- I deleted it from my phone. Do you? Do you know who uh, Sarah Cooper is? No. I think she's a New York-based comic or improv actress. Uh, She's fine, but she's gone viral on TikTok 
for uh, for lip syncing Trump. She does these videos where she takes uh, existing Trump yeah. uh, audio and, and li- which it's fine. And I'm not going to knock her. And you know, hey, good for any comic that can figure out a way to to get some uh, attention. But uh, man, this thing's gone huge. Well, by the way, this article Twitter thinks Sarah Cooper's Trump TikToks are why he wants to ban the app. So I don't know. I, I would like to think that it's something more significant than that. But no, uh, yeah, it's Sarah probably Cooper, not. It's probably be, blown up. Well, it's also because the whatever rally, like, and, and good for whatever teens got a bunch of people to buy tickets for the rally and then not show yeah. up, so it was empty. Like that's, I think that's good. It's it's for petty re- It's for once something he's doing. I think is good, but for the wrong reasons that he's doing it. Because mm-hmm. other countries are banned. Yeah, it. you can't have it. I don't know which government. Like you can't have it. Some government of jobs, you can't have it on your phone. The military, you can't have it on your phone. Was, I don't know. Yeah, whatever the details are. Blah, blah, yeah, fucking blah. It's over. Yeah, it's Do what you some- want. Live your life. Try and open mic. Kiss another dude if you're a dude. Find out the world's ending. Yeah, it probably is. I watched, a, uh, watched two good movies this week. Enjoyed both of these. Uh, watch this documentary called Shred. Ooh. You seen that? No. Shred. Uh, it's about that dude. I think this happened in 2004 in uh, Colorado. Uh, local, small town Colorado. A uh, lot of local business and neighbor disputes over zoning and uh, property tax and, you know, small town politics. Uh, dude. Flipped his shit, bought a huge bulldozer, decked it out Mad Max style, and uh, rampaged all over the city, knocking over buildings and shit, and then finally killed himself. But a pretty interesting documentary just about how, you know, small town politics can push people over the edge. This guy just lost his shit over some uh, fairly petty stuff, squabbles, and just uh, went ape shit. If you want... Pretty... If you want, I mean, like, just having a fence in your yard and shit, like, like here, we got we just little things oh, like yeah. that, and the Homeowners Association is getting into it, and a guy was going door to door, and he Ugh. just couldn't not stop talking about, like, we want these old because there is money, and they're getting money, but then where's the money going? And so we want these new people in there because I've lived in this town. I'm like, I'm, I love it because this is gossip, but it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take it. <laughs> I do like drama that doesn't affect me. Oh, yeah. That's it. Just like diet, when, uh, diet gossip. <laughs> like uh, like when, when Katie argues with her sister. It's like, oh, I love seeing that side of you as long as it's not pointed at me. Well, that does affect you, though. That's still <laughs> someone you care about getting into it. I'm talking about like in a, being in a restaurant and just hearing two people talk shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. give it to me. <laughs> but yeah, that movie was good. I saw another one uh, last night, which was uh, uh, really good. I don't typically, this, this genre kind of bores me. The the thriller, the not full on horror, but the kind of thriller. I don't know. Some of these like supernatural thrillers uh, kind of bore me. I don't think this one, this one didn't really have a supernatural twist to it, but it's called The Rental. And it's not to have a who's on first thing there, but it is a rental. Uh, but it's called The Rental. And uh, I don't even uh, Kind of a 
classic trope of uh, a group of friends spending the weekend at a cabin. This wasn't a cabin per se. It was more like an Airbnb. This group of four friends uh, go and spend a nice weekend uh, up at this pretty sweet house on the Oregon coast. And uh, I'll leave it at that. But like some really, really well done suspense and thriller. And holy shit, I didn't see that coming. What's what's it uh, called again? Really enjoyed. It's called The Rental. The Rental. And no no huge names nobody i'd really known uh beforehand but uh the acting most of the acting was was pretty good and uh but just uh oh and the ending if anybody's just like literally like the la the like well the ending itself had a really good twist and then they do a couple they reveal a couple little bitty nuggets while the credits are rolling mm-hmm. uh but yeah very well done the rental and i think if i'm not mistaken i think this is uh what's um uh, i always i can never remember his name but franco james franco's brother is that dave, dave franco dave david franco, franco? Yeah. if i'm not mistaken he directed it he's not in it I'm but not, i think no, this director. is his movie I'm looking he, at it here yeah 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 so uh very well done very well done. Uh, some twists and turns and some holy shit there at the end. Uh, but yeah, the rental was solid. Uh, Tread was solid. Saw another one that uh, I didn't care for that I thought it was. Well, I'll go ahead and say, uh, what was this? This one was called The Ritual. Oh, and, I saw that uh, one. That one was all right. Did, that, that had some boogie monster elements to it there. Uh, that that monster was definitely something we've discussed before. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, yeah. but but that one just kind of for me fizzled out at the end. That's that's the example of why that genre bores me. But the rental definitely delivered. So I thought I thought I don't know. I think I watched that one late at night by myself, so it got me good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. The the monster element to that was. Incredible though, like that was that was pretty good. We've just been watching that show alone around here. That's all we've been checking into. Oh, you still watching that? I I haven't <sighs> seen that in a while. Some got to get back. Some into of the it. people on alone, I'll tell you. So like, all right, some of them like you are trained. You know, you were an army ranger. What have mm-hmm. your background was? But some of these people, I'm like, you are my. You might just be. A, like a very skilled psychopath mm. to be able to just get through. Like one lady, like I get that you got to hunt and you got to kill a rabbit to like survive, but then you're by yourself mm-hmm. with a camera and you decide to put your head into the rabbit's face skin and make a puppet out of it. Oh boy. Yeah, man. Oh boy's right. Hmm. And the other guy, like, like <laughs> it's it's this fine line between a. And a I don't want to spoil anything. I, there's they haven't gotten to the end yet, but like this one guy, he, he kills a whole muskox. Hmm. And now, I I shouldn't judge him. Whereas, like, you're supposed to use the whole animal. That's efficient and that's mm-hmm. smart. Uh, you know, uh, but this guy's like. Straight. He didn't do that? No, he did very much so to the point oh. he was using oh. the scrotum of the muskox oh, to God. hold the brains of the muskox and put together whatever metaphor you want about male toxic masculinity there. <laughs> but he's holding a bag of brains in a ball bag going like, oh, the brains are good. It's good lanolin. He's like tanning his gloves and he's like, it's moisturizing. He's just, 
rubbing his face with muskox yeah. brains that he got out of its ball bag. And I'm like, this is a lot right now. This is <laughs> just, it's, it reinforced the vegetarianism. I'll tell you that. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, I bet. It reinforced that part. Because mm. I've <laughs> never, I never had the Rocky Mountain. Have you ever had Rocky Mountain oysters? Yeah, yeah, I've had. Are those. they are yeah. they good? She, she, um, it was honestly, it was a. Let me just choke this down to say I did it. You know, kind of like first time I ate oyster, regular oysters. Just yeah. you know, suck it down, try not to taste it. But uh, it was. You don't like. You I don't, don't like oysters. I, I don't remember. No, I do now. Yeah, but when I was like a teenager, the yeah. first time I tried them, I was like, "Ew, gross!" I'm just gonna swallow it. I love them now. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, kind of a novelty. Like, sure. Y'all got them, I'll eat them. Uh, but I didn't, you know, savor it or anything. I mean, it's, I mean, the, like, it, it is weird to think about how psychologically it's like, oh, but it's the balls. It's like, that, again, I made the jokes about it before, but it's like you already ate other parts. Mm-hmm. Why should any part of an animal be gross if you're willing to eat one part of it? If you're willing to eat one part, you should be willing to eat all the parts if they're edible and you can make them taste good. I mean, yeah, but I get psychologically like eating, you know, eating the the leg of a pig as opposed to its intestines. But if you're, you know, there's but if definitely, psychologically you're such a man and a man's got to have the steak, then a man should be able to eat the balls off the same animal he got the steak from. Yeah, yeah. If you're afraid to eat the balls, but you'll eat a steak, you sound like a fucking baby to me. <laughs> you sound like a little bitch okay, baby. To be honest You sound like a little bitch If you don't want to eat How about this Oh I can't eat that Or, or you think it's somehow gay mm-hmm. oh, I can't eat the balls oh, yeah. you, Well <laughs> Gross Did you eat the tongue out of The fucking male animal Did you eat Did you eat other parts of a male animal Like That's wh- funny The guy who won't eat it Because he's homophobic <laughs> And, but and again, that goes to the psych, the the psychology of it. Mm-hmm. I, it, but it was a lot to see it, it happen when a guy's just holding the ball bag, and there's just a little part of me. I'm like, I know what part of my body is that part, and it's weird <laughs> to see how just. I mean, I know it's stretchy <laughs> on me, but look how. He's like, well, it's already shaped like a pouch, so I'm going to use it as a pouch. I'm like, that makes sense, but you should say it. With just a little bit more emotion. Maybe just a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe just not so nonchalantly like you found a fucking free pen on the sidewalk, you know? <laughs> oh, a pen. I could use this for writing because that's what you use pens for. Like, like that was, guy was, the guy was like, he was gnarly. A gnarly dude. What was his background? I, do, I think he's just a fucking psycho. I think that's his background. Yeah. It's just a dude. That's just been doing it. Hmm. Like, I don't think there's any, I think just a guy who was like this and (sighs) society gave him his distance. I don't feel like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like he was, you know, like I got to leave society. I think he was in society and society was like, man, maybe not you. Maybe yeah. five minutes of talking to you, and everybody's like, "You seem like the kind of dude who would take the brains of a muskox out of a scrotum and rub them on your face." 
like they could tell that about him. And he's like, well, I may as well just go do that then. And he did with efficiency and a wonderful shelter. Got the bow and arrow, hunted the ox and got it and hauled the meat. Like he might win. I don't know what he's going to do with a million dollars though. Why'd he put the brains in the ball sack? What's, what's one got to do with the other? Just to carry them. Keep them together. His brains are a little bit mushy. You ever eat brains? Try to think. I feel like I have. I think I ate them on accident at a taco truck one time. Oh, oh whoops. Like, you, whoops. Yeah. Man, this, I mean, I think this I bowl's ate the wrong got taco. teeth around the side of it. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, and that stuff, I uh, that doesn't do much for me. I've had chicken feet, and I've had tongue, and I don't know, man. Like, I'll, I'll eat all that when there's nothing else available. But right now, give me some give me some pastor, some carnitas. Y'all can hang on to those brains. Yeah, that's that's why the shrimp, I'm like, well, I'm not sucking out the brains of them, but I'm, you eat the whole shrimp for the most part, mm-hmm. and that seems efficient. Yeah. But shrimp legs. Somebody just sell shrimp legs, little tiny slivers. Suck out the shrimp meat. legs. They got legs. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. You just suck. So they got a bunch of legs then, right? That's what I mean. Those are legs. Yeah, you ever accidentally get peel and eat shrimp, or like they were like shrimp in a yeah. place where you get the whole thing, and you're like, man, this is uh-huh. not what I wanted to do today. Yeah, it's a little effort. Same thing with like uh, like a crawfish boil. You know, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I, I like crawfish seem like the head he, and pulling the tail. Yeah, this seems like food that you eat because you have to, not because you want to. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I love crawfish, like especially like crawfish tails, like a crawfish etouffee or something. I love that. But just eating a whole crawfish, it, it is it's a lot of work. You know, you suck the head, you pull the tail. It's just yeah. Yeah, it's like I could like now I understand the price of lobster is I just don't want to put the work into crawfish. Just mm-hmm. give me the big one. Give me the Costco crawfish, which is a lobster. It's all here. <laughs> Have the whole thing. Did you know back in the day, uh, I don't know what day, but uh, back in the day, uh, <laughs> lobster was not a delicacy. I saw some show they were talking about how, like, uh, maybe in the Civil War, they fed the soldiers lobster, and, the, and they were, like, annoyed, like, ugh, this shit again. Well, I think and then that goes into how like how you can steer people just by perception and cost and you know diamonds. Don't give, nobody gives a fuck about diamonds except somebody decided that these were pure and the most important thing. Yeah. And the effort to go through to get them. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, lobster. They're bugs. They're bugs. They're deep sea bugs. Shrimp are deep sea bugs, which. I have lightened my stance. I don't. I don't want to eat bugs. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, been a little kinder to them. I'll say that. Yeah. I, just the sheer amount of spiders. I have a theory. I think the spiders. There's there's so many up here, and they're putting webs where I think they're just. They think they could just catch a person. I think spiders caught a person <laughs> somewhere, and the word got out. And now they're like, oh fuck it, let's try. Really? I flung a dead fly into one of the webs, and it went at it right away. And then I think, like, then mm-hmm. it was underneath the web. I didn't think it, like, realized it was dead. I don't know. I don't know if you've experienced mm-hmm. this. Way more spiders in the world. Everywhere camping. It was just like, no, I'm just, and I just grab them. I just hold them and throw them outside of the tent now. 
Yeah, spiders don't bother me. It's part, I don't want to, like, okay, maybe I won't kill it, and part, like, then you just got a mashed bug on the wall. I had a fly fly in my mouth last week. (laughs) Just walking, just in the back, messing with the barbecue, and a fly went right into my mouth. And I'm like hacking up and spitting up. I mean, the if neighbor, you need a like right in front of the neighbor's window. If you need a reminder to brush your teeth or get a mint, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that flew right into like 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 it hit my little tonsil bag and then flew back out. <laughs> yeah, it really caught me off guard. I'm not going to say I might have bad breath, but a fly flew into my mouth last week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it uh, Let's fucking land it after that, man. Oh, God. Because we're like, oh, we'll take a break and get a bite to eat and record the next one. And now this is what we're going to leave on. Yeah. That's how we do it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, let, hey, let's do Comic of the Week. Comic of the Week, our old pal Adam Caton Holland. He's got a new album coming out uh, this week. I, I did the... Re- I did the research. I couldn't find the name of it. I don't know. Do you know the Where title of his new album? It? I don't know what it's called. It's. I think as you're listening to this, I think it came out yesterday. I think it came out yeah. Monday. Uh, it's on Comedy Central Records. I don't know the name of it, but just look up Adam Caton Holland. Uh, I think this is his fourth, maybe his fourth uh, album. Um, but yeah, friend of the show, friend of both of ours, Denver dude. Um, had that book a couple years ago that, that book uh, was seemed to be quite yeah. a success. It was, it was yeah. great and very intense. And it's uh, his book's amazing. His comedy's great. He's he, he's a he's a dear pal. One of the creators of those who can't. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's Comedy Central Records. I don't, yeah, I don't know what the title of it is, but it's uh, it's good old ACH Adam Kane Holland part of the Growlix out of Denver uh, part of that Growlix crew love Andrew and Ben and Ben Roy and just uh, Denver one of those scenes that just creates good comics Comedy Works is a great club and they're supportive of the local scene which uh, should show how important that is instead of pitting your club against the local scene you should work with a local scene as a comedy club and now you have one of the best clubs in the country and uh, great comedians who uh, are loyal to you as opposed to, uh, man, you treated us like shit when we were here, and so now we don't give a fuck about your club. Uh, yeah. Atlanta clubs. Uh. Name, yeah, <laughs> name a few of my own, but I don't have to name them. You know where I play when I go back to Chicago, and you know where I don't play. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway... But that's, I'll say this, uh, Lincoln Lodge is back. Well, they were. I don't know what the stipulation is going on there, but they were back up with social really? distance shows and everything. So I don't know. I know they're, they're and they're also a charitable, they're, no, they are a charity. Well, it's their non nonprofit. So if you need to go mm-hmm. see some good comedy and don't want to go into a packed closed comedy club, you can go to Lincoln Lodge. Mark Geary, my pal for many years. Hopefully they're doing well. They just opened their own brick and mortar. It's a nonprofit. <clears throat> uh, they do good things. Uh, all right, buddy. Oh, yeah. a- Adam Kane Hollins. It's out on Comedy Central Records. I wish I would have known the title of it, and I don't know what I don't, and I feel like a fucking jag off right now. 
Yeah, I tried to find. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't figure it out. But uh, you know, it's it's the new it's the new ACH. Just uh, look that up, and you'll be fine. Um, hey, how was uh, how was uh, Hey Girl yesterday? Oh, Hey Girl's always a fun old time. Yeah, yeah. How how was Martha Kelly? I'm a huge fan. I love her. Yeah, she's well, she's great. She's just this dry, slow burn, Martha Kelly. And she and because Dude. it's a video one, and she, the most Martha Kelly background of her house is just a cat tower and a, a wall mounted TV with the cords dangling down. <laughs> uh, and she's just the best. I, I've, I've known her like I met her when she, I just started comedy. It was in a Comedy Central contest uh, in Chicago at Zany's, which is a club that's in Chicago, and uh, that was a. Uh, yeah, we were both in that same contest almost 20 years ago, and she's just slow and steady wins the race. Her role, her character on Baskets is a master class in comedic subtlety. <laughs> she's so subtle, so soft-spoken, yet so funny. Just, I love she it. she rescued I, a dog yeah, and it she's was a coyote. Great. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a running gag too. Uh, I guess the, yeah, unfortunately, I guess they uh, they're not going to do any more seasons. But they did three seasons. Uh, every episode that she, I think she's probably pretty much in every episode. She's a pretty big character. Uh, but every episode that she's in, every scene that she's in, she's got her arm is in a cast, and they never bring it up. Not once is it ever referenced like, hey, what happened to your arm? But for three years, she's just in a cast, and uh, oh man. Just she she just crushes that role, and uh, that's that got me uh, to know her, and then I've since uh, become of looked up her stand up and became a fan that way. But yeah, I just saw that you guys were doing that uh, yesterday, and was like, kudos, man, big fan of her. Yeah, no, she's she's great, always has been, always has just been this. I've never seen her break her cadence. Mm-hmm. I've never seen her voice get louder or break away from that pace yeah. and approach. And it's mesmerizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How you do? You got new? You got new uh, Stonebergs out? Stonebergs uh, dropped yesterday. Um, so yeah, Stonebergs. We're taking a week off. Stone. Oh, let me go ahead and mention this too. Yeah, we're uh, Boogie Monster and Stonebergs both taking a week off because I'm going out of town for my birthday. Because you had a little birthday. Uh, I've never been a little birthday. <laughs> I've never. I've never been a big birthday guy, but it's just uh, Katie yep. is surprising me with a little uh, little getaway. We're going uh, uh, got a little Airbnb up in a little mountain town uh, that well, I've never heard of. We know how of. that went uh, last not- year, Dave. So let's just look at it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming, um, but yeah, just uh, going to get away for a few days. Uh, so uh, next week, no boogie monster, no stone. Every year, Dave has um, to burn down a rental property on his birthday. <laughs> Or else the demons rise up. People don't realize that you have to do it or else the demons rise up. Oh, oh my God. Some civilizations oh. sacrifice babies. You just sacrifice a two-bedroom cabin that was just a, a, you know an extra piece of property for a wealthy individual. Knock on wood. That don't do anything no... to wood right now, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, All right, I hung buddy. up on him. Oh, there you are. I thought yeah, I Yeah, for some reason it's going in and out. I don't know what's going on. That's all right. Um, but, yeah, so we're taking next week off. 
Uh, we will see you guys in two weeks. And uh, yeah, man, mm-hmm. good good catching up, buddy. We prattle on. But yeah, yeah. Compress this. Listen to this episode at a faster speed on the app. You'll get to and skip through us just being sad about politics that we we're right to be angry, but also frustrated that we don't understand some of it. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that. I, I should listen uh, to a podcast on like two times speed. I bet Here, that's funny. Here's a little trick. I'll listen to one on slightly slower if I'm trying to go to bed because then it takes the tone ah. of like a calming book on tape, but it's also okay. a thing I want to listen to. And it's not too it's not too warped where they just sound drunk as shit. Yeah. It's just enough to be like, okay, it's you know, it's just it's like not making your <laughs> mind go as quick as it needs to to catch up. So it's a, it's a little little, yeah. little life hack, little easy life hack for you. Okay. I'll try that. I got to try that. That'd be fun. Ooh. All right, buddy, let's have ourselves a lunch and record that Q&A, which we still do on Patreon yeah, if you want to get to the good stuff. Yeah, patreon.com slash boogie monster, four bucks a month. So, uh, yeah, man. All right, buddy. Uh, I'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, man. Hey, happy, happy birthday, buddy. All right. Thanks, buddy. Holler at your boys. The Boogie Monster. Network.